Oh, you're running the kettle? Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I'm actually already recording. We started okay. with Mocha in the bathroom and a kettle on just a few feet away from us. Can you hear that? And I'm moving A little bubble, bubble, microphone. bubble in the background. And the microphone's shifting all around. I mean, this beginning is in line with our first three episodes, I think. So I think it's really on brand. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, this is Matt. This is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, episode four. Welcome. This is a podcast where Matt and Yuna like to talk about the things that are bringing them joy right now. And we're going to start with a quick <laughs> pandemic update. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like this is how all of the episodes of the podcast have gone so far. We are in, what, what week are we in now, Yuna, in Sydney? I'm losing track. It's like week, we're entering week four now, I think. Entering, right? enter, I think that's right. I think so, right? At least week three of like the hard lockdown. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have two more weeks until end of July. But just judging based on the trend now, I doubt we would get out by that date. Yeah, let's and, see. and I just saw recently that our brothers and sisters in Melbourne, in Victoria, yeah. have also joined us in lockdown. For five days, yeah. For five days. Exactly. Well, hopefully five days. Hopefully, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So heart goes out to them as well. We're with you. Um, and I think just like last week, this is a perfect opportunity to talk about some joyful things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think with that in mind, Yuna, this week you're up first. What yes. is your first thing? So my first thing is I received a box of Black Star pastry cakes today. I like how you say received as if it was just like <laughs> a magical gift that appeared. Yes. So this is actually a gift I bought for both of us uh, to make us feel a little bit comfortable during this lockdown. Because, you know, we're in hard lockdown, like lockdowns for three weeks. We actually stayed at home. We didn't go out to eat. Nope. So we've been cooking very clean, healthy every day. So I think, well, things are getting worse. But nothing couldn't be fixed by some gorgeous dessert right mm -hmm. and plus this um strawberry watermelon cake from black star pastry is our favorite cake now i, I do want to say because i before i met you i had no idea what this cake was right. and i know we're, we're really harping on a <laughs> cake right now but like this thing i've never heard of it before i don't know if yeah. it's popular in other places of the world but can you explain do, do you know a fun fact if you actually google black star, uh, black star pastry strawberry watermelon cake is actually the most instagramable cake instagramable cake yes exactly so basically it's a cake uh with different layer of uh watermelon in between and i think it's like sponge soft cake mm -hmm. some rose rose cream and uh some jelly-ish thing on top with rose petals and pistachios. It's a very fancy looking, pretty cake with fresh fruit. Yeah, and it makes your, uh, your birthdays very easy too because I know every exactly. year what cake I need to buy you. <laughs> um, it's super tasty, yeah. Yeah, and the, the thing like it makes me exciting is normally this shop, they don't do delivery to all the area in Sydney. 
So because this dog down, they actually do delivery to the entire Sydney area. So mm-hmm. I was so excited and I said, great, awesome. And then when I saw they have a selection of six signature cake from their shop like i said awesome i i I probably only tried one or two cake from that shop because i always go back to the um watermelon cake but i said okay that's a good chance to try six of them yeah and and plus we're in lockdown and so it's nothing better to do than eating cakes (laughs) i mean there's always there's never a bad reason to try six different cakes yeah exactly (laughs) And, and and the cakes is not only tasty it's also very look very pretty as well like mm-hmm. it's definitely uh was for a picture of instagram for sure awesome <laughs> matt is not interested in taking no, 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 pictures no, no. of food no. which i'm actually well, a big fan do you, do you want to open that can of worms no no no, no let's, let's leave I, for next time right I, yeah there we go i, I will say like <laughs> when, when yuna says that these cakes that she bought are instagrammable there's already been multiple social media posts about them we haven't actually eaten any of them yet <laughs> Exactly. They came out, went out for the picture, for their photo shoot, and then went back in the cozy fridge. Yeah. But they will get eaten. Don't worry. Yeah, Yeah. don't worry. In fact, they're our dinner tonight. (laughs) Well, you don't have to tell the the crowd that, but... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they probably will be our dinner. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the first little things that make me feel joyful for today Mm -hmm. and this week. Yeah. So what's your first thing? My first thing, I actually told you about this earlier this week too. It is a, uh, well, so it's not Monday. If it was Monday, well, it's Saturday when we're recording this. I'll just say this is my man crush Saturday. Yeah. It doesn't sound as good, but this is what this thing is. So my first thing is Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's hot. He, well, okay, hang on. You're going to get ahead of me. <laughs> he is hot, but you're jumping ahead of me a bit. Okay. So Henry Cavill, specifically what brings me joy this week is an interview that he did for season two of the Netflix TV show, The Witcher which for anyone who's not familiar with that, it's a fantasy uh, series that picked up by Netflix, uh, or made by, not picked up by Netflix, made by Netflix, I should say, uh, based off of a series of books as well as a video game series, a very popular fantasy game series. So this interview, the reason that it's my first thing and that Henry Cavill, I guess, is also my first thing, are there multifaceted things about this? And I'm going to cover each one by one. Number one, you already kind of stole away from me. Yeah. The man is attractive as hell. Very like, attractive. He's, um, I mean, do I even need to say anything more about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just very attractive. Um, number two <laughs> is, is the voice. Yeah. So it, I'll put a link to the interview that I'm referencing in the show notes as well. So I really think you should go listen to it, even if you have no interest at all in the TV show The Witcher. Can you describe his voice? How it oh makes you feel? How it makes me feel. Exactly. This is a this is a G-rated podcast, you know. Okay, make it make it a family friendly. Please. No, no, no. It's more just it's a. Uh, I I would, so I, I have this app called uh, Calm that I sometimes use, which is uh, it has like these bedtime stories read by celebrities. Yeah. that sort of like help you go to sleep. Uh huh. Is um, he one of them? I don't think he is one of them. I need to check. Um, mm. But if I would say like I would buy that app if all of the stories were just read by him. Wow. Let me say it that way. Maybe like half and half between him and, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. Maybe I just have a thing for like deep British voices from men. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. Um, That's a big man crush. Yeah. But number three, <laughs> and this is the big one. He yeah. is a huge, huge nerd. <laughs> of course. Like massively. No, seriously. <laughs> so, I mean, not only does he play. So, okay. Let, let, let's, run, let's run this down. He's played Superman, the Man of Steel himself. Yeah. Of, of course. That's a, that's a nerd icon right there. 
Um, he's played Geralt from The Witcher, which I still need to get you to watch because yeah. it's an amazing fantasy show. Yeah. He's played Sherlock Holmes. Not in the Sherlock Holmes series, in Enola Holmes. Yes. But still, he's played Sherlock Holmes. Okay. And he, he played the hell okay, out of Okay, give me that. Um, he's also played a character in The Tudors, which I haven't actually watched that show, but I, I have watched a couple of clips from it. And um, he's pretty great in that as well. So he plays all of these roles. Um, in the interview that is going to be in the show notes with the, uh, for, the, for The Witcher, the upcoming season two, he talks about this a bit more in detail, but like he loves video games. He loves like D&D. And there's this weird uh, thing going on right now with, with Dungeons and Dragons, which is, we haven't discussed this yet, but I'm also a huge D&D nerd. Um, but there's this thing where there's these really like man, manly men actors. So like Vin Diesel is actually one. Uh -huh. um, what's the other? Uh, Joe Manganiello. And then uh, Henry Cavill, the sort of like the Holy Trinity in my mind of these dudes who, who play this game and they're not someone that you'd think of doing that kind of stuff. Are they all playing together? I never. I don't think they've ever played together. <laughs> I think if they did, the world might just implode. Yeah. Or D and D might come to life or something. Uh, but, Maybe they should have a D and D stream. Oh my gosh, uh, that would get so many views. <laughs> I would. Exactly. I would watch that. <laughs> um, but he like so. Just a bit more specific about the video, the interview that I, that I'm that I watched. He, it's, it's about, again, like the show The Witcher, which is based off video games and books. Mm. Before he ever starred in the show in season one, yeah. he played all the video games. He knew like really in depth about these, and they're very long games. Um, How I've long only, are they? I mean, the, the, the most famous one, which is The Witcher 3, which I haven't actually played that much. I only played a little tiny bit. Uh -huh. um, it can last like 100 hours. Like it's a really deep role-playing wow. game. Yeah, it's very deep. So you, so you must be loving it and playing it till the end, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, you can, I think that that's what he did. Like, he, mm. he's literally played, I mean, way more than I ever played of it. So did he play because of he knows he's going to play the character? No, so he never, he didn't know that. He's oh, been playing. Really? He's been playing video games. <laughs> According to him in the interview, he's been playing games for, like, ages since he wow. was, like, a kid. Like, these, like, really role-playing kind of games. That's interesting. Um, and he's read all of the fantasy books as well. And these are, like, very, very fantasy, like, monsters oh. and magic and all this stuff. Wow. And what I think what summarize what I could summarize about why I love this guy so much is because as a kid, as a nerdy kid uh -huh. who, you know, read fantasy books and played video games and like went to the Renaissance fair and owned a sword and like all of this stuff. <laughs> you have a sword? Well, we'll gloss over that for now. I had all the, I don't have it anymore. Not anymore. This is a long, long time ago. Okay. But all of these things, Henry Cavill is what you sort of like fantasize that you wish you could be when you're a kid like yeah. that. Like you want to be like a big, good looking, strong, still like hold on to your nerdiness, I uh -huh. guess, and still play video games. Yeah. And he just like hits all those boxes. One of my favorite moments in the interview is, uh, so there's a there's a, a graphics card for a computer. Uh -huh. you, you, know, you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Um, called the RTX 3090, which is the most, I think it's the pretty much the most high end, at least of that line that you can get. But they're like super, super hard to find. Uh -huh. That whole market is like screwed up right now in the, in the, in the computer world. Um, so like, even if you could afford it, like you can't, you can't even find one. Okay. Um, Why are they still producing that? Yeah. There's just like some weird scarcity and distribution things. I think, I don't oh, know all the details, but okay. I just know it's very messed up and hard to find. Right. In the middle of the interview, he mentions playing a game and then he just drops like as a side note, like, oh, and it was on my, my RTX 3090. And he like looks right at the camera. Like he knows he's like, uh -huh. Like making fun of everyone who's watching, who's like, "Damn you, Henry! Like, <laughs> okay. how'd you do that?" And it's just, it's, uh, it's something like that. He also plays, he plays other stuff too, like stuff that I don't even know much about. Like he plays uh, Warhammer, 
which uh-huh. is a role-playing miniatures game. Like yeah. it's like D and D, but like, like the, even the, more the, the, with the figures. Yeah, like the little figures. Like oh. he, he like paints them and like plays he the game them? and stuff. Wow! Like he's all in he's with this full stuff. On. It's like yeah, it's not. That's why I love it because it's clearly not. Did you know about manufacturing? I, I knew a little bit about it, but this okay. interview like really brought it to light. And as soon as I watched it a couple days ago, I'm like, this is this is my first thing this week because I am so happy yeah. watching this. He's he's like he, he looks like like something that me as a kid would have invented. Like this is the ideal person. Yeah. And he seems like a good bloke too. Like he just seems like a good guy. Did you follow so. his uh, social media to to find out the life? Do I follow his social media? Yeah, to see if you can find he's playing games. I think I've I think I've followed him, but I haven't checked in a while. Okay. Are you encouraging stalking yes. now? Yes, stalking him. Okay. Yeah. Maybe let's not use that word on the podcast. All right. <laughs> no stalking him, just to follow him and being inspired sure, sure, sure. by those games. Yeah. So anyway, know? that that's my first thing. Um, I really recommend anyone who has a passing interest in this to um, to check the video out. And yeah, that's my first thing. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's great to know you have a man crush now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> at least my current one. I'm sure it'll change at some okay. point. Okay. Okay, Yuna, what is your second thing? So... Um, link to Matt saying, my second thing is actually a bit nerdy too. <laughs> but probably not as exciting as, as Matt's one, but I, I, I feel very excited about the second one. It's, um, okay, so I'm using a software called uh, Git. It's kind of like a version control software. And today I'm able to do my first comment on, on this software mm-hmm. i'm super happy um the reason for that is my, my background is not uh, a software engineering or computer science i'm just learning this new tool version control tool from scratch and because i don't have computer science background sometimes when i have facing issues when i'm doing those codings when i go to google there's so there are so many instructions there it's really simple probably for people who are doing computer science but for me it doesn't have that background i literally took the word by word so there was a code line say you should enter these three words say git push brackets feature I literally just put this code into my command line and nothing happens. And I've been Googling around what's happening, what's wrong, and I'm trying to replace different things. And after an hour, I figured out the bracket with the letter feature, it actually means replace the entire thing, including the bracket, with the right file name. But in fact, I didn't know about that. And when Matt comes um, to check on me, and say, why you now? You're working on this thing for almost four hours. What's happening? And then he realized, oh, actually, I couldn't figure out why when I use the bracket with the feature where it doesn't work. And he started laughing at me. So this thing, actually, if you have computer science background, that means replacing tasks, including bracket. I I would like to defend myself. I wasn't wasn't laughing at you. No, okay, you just... uh, The reason I was laughing is because (laughs) what Yuna's describing... Um, I have a computer science uh, background, so that that's actually my bachelor's yeah. degree at the university I went to in the U.S. And what you, the situation that you described, yes, was basically most of my time in, oh, really? in uni. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the just spending like hours and hours trying to figure out why won't this stupid thing just work? Yeah, I mean, I had this, I had this one class uh, for uh, operating systems, which. For anyone who does that for a living, my heart goes out to you. You are a brave person because <laughs> it's such a, it's so in, like inscrutable to me. And even, even like I've been working in the tech industry for so many years, 
stuff like that that's like low level in the machine it's yeah. just over my head still but but like i just had so many of the moments that you describe where oh. it's just i'm just banging my head against the keyboard <laughs> and then i realize oh it's because like there should have been like a space here or, or, yeah. or whatever the thing is yeah. you know what i mean i mean that that's very common for software developers i'm sure anyone who works in that field who's listening yeah. can relate to what you just said yeah so. and, and like it's not necessarily like you will feel this aha moment when you're trying to resolve something right but the, the reason this makes me so happy is just imagine you're trying to figure out something for almost four hours in the weekend and suddenly, bang, you resolved it yeah. by Googling everything and realize it's actually really simple. Yeah. In the end, you feel happy because you, 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 you are able to resolving this issue by yourself. Yeah. Especially it's bothering you for like almost four hours, right? And it's that, it's that feeling of you go through so much, I mean, it's pain, really. It's mental pain. It's and really then suddenly painful. it's just that yeah. epiphany. It's like, yeah. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Mm. So that that's why it's, it's really it really makes me happy and having a good mood to continue my weekend. Because otherwise, I would be I would feel like, oh, okay, I spent four hours and I couldn't figure out. And the message here I want to get out is to just just keep trying. It's normal sometimes you stuck on some simple things that bothers you in life, but don't don't give up. Just keep googling, keep trying. Probably in the end, it's just a simple solution and you can figure it out. Don't give up. We're, be we're veering back into that motivational oh, podcast oops. again. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you have a tendency to do that. No, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it makes me happy. I'm just talking about some like hot guy like and you're like inspiring <laughs> the people out here. It's, yeah. At least half of us have, should be doing that. I think. Yeah, so exactly. That's good. Okay. So, so to keep the work going, right? So <laughs> that's my number two nerdy thing that awesome. makes me happy. So Matt, what's your number two? So my number two, um, this is something that I've, I've been wanting to talk about for a while and I just, I got, finally got around to thinking about this um, in a bit more detail. My number two thing is hanging clothes outside to dry. Why this makes me happy? It makes me happy. <laughs> so there's a few reasons and I actually, I delved into some of the science behind this just a little bit because I was curious about why, but just more broadly speaking, this might be a weird one because for people who have been hanging clothes outside to dry their whole life, people, mm. you're probably thinking, okay, why is that? Like, that's just a regular everyday chore. Yeah. So to me, what, for some reason, when I first moved to Australia and I saw people hanging clothes outside, it blew my mind that people why? did this. Because I associated it with, well, basically, let me, let me maybe back up. So when mm. I was growing up in, in the United States, yeah. I never saw anybody do this. Um, so maybe, how are you hanging clothes? How you get a clothes you, you dry? Don't, people didn't hang their clothes. Just everyone used dryer for everything. Everyone US? I mean, everyone that I knew, like at least oh, where I lived. Yeah. Right. I mean, there might be some areas that, that still do it. Even when you're living in a house? Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up in a house with so my, with my family. So you don't have clothes lying in the backyard? No. Oh, no clothes lying. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what, the idea of hanging clothes to dry outside, I think I saw my mom do it like mm. maybe once or twice. Yeah. And that was because the like the dryer was broken or something or, or there was, <laughs> okay. we were just trying to dry like more things than it could fit in the dryer yeah but we had the we had like a massive dryer and a huge washing machine mm. and like you know it, it pretty much did everything for us so i associated drying clothes outside on the line with mm. like the 1800s or something like people wow. doing it before dryers were invented basically yeah. um so only when i came to australia and i realized people do that everywhere i mean i realized 
later after traveling more that it's not just Australia where people mm. do it. It's, it's like a lot of countries that do it, but yeah. I just, I never saw it. The reason I like it so much is there's really a few reasons. Um, and I actually, there, there's an article I found on a bhg.com mm. um, that kind of summarized some of them. So I'm just going to run through these uh, and I'll put a link to this as well in the show notes, but I, these all pretty much resonate with me. So air drying clothes outside uses less energy, obviously yeah. saves money. And so it makes it's, a, a, it's good for the environment. And it's good for the environment. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, that's always a plus. Yeah. Um, it prevents static on fabrics, which I never thought about that, but that's true. Yeah. So static, you know what that means, right? Like yeah where the, the clothes like cling together and then you can shock yourself and all that yeah and like it's uh it's it's it creates le less damage to your clothes as well exactly yeah so that's one of them expensive mm, so it extends the lifetime of the clothes yeah. um which is another thing i just never thought about that when, yeah because i just didn't know that was you know an alternative and it gives them a nice uh kind of fresh smell yeah don't you feel like if you hang anything your clothes your blanket under the sun you feel it's warm and fresh feeling the sun is hugging you so right this you say the sun is hugging you yeah that's very poetic yes well it's i'm glad that you bring up the sun so i actually i was curious about that because i had heard like sunlight actually has some properties that are very useful for that mm. and i found um on another page that i'll put in the show notes um some more scientific actual data um, and scientific uh, studies about this. Yeah. So there's just a couple quotes here that I do want to read through. So um, about sunlight. So scientists have found that exposing a bottle of water to sunlight for six hours is an economical way to provide developing countries with safe drinking water. So that's pretty insane that like a sunlight can actually just clean water. Killing water kill um, germs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The disinfecting properties of sunlight can also be useful around the house. If you have an object that you can move outside, the sun's rays can help disinfect it. It also goes on to say you can you can get out stains out of white laundry and brightening them if, if you use something like lemon juice or vinegar and then exposing that to sunlight. Mm. There was even a time, this further down in the article, there was a time when sunlight was used to disinfect hospitals. Oh, uh, and there's another line here that I thought was pretty funny. So yeah. um, they also mentioned that exposing uh, armpits to sunlight will kill the bacteria <laughs> that causes odor or smells. Really? Um, which I, I, I never thought about that, but actually it makes sense because I usually, what I'll usually do when I do like a run or a workout or something uh -huh. is I'll usually just like rinse my clothes with me in the shower right afterwards. Yeah. And then I'll just hang them out in the sun to dry. And I've had like some of my running shorts and stuff have, I've had them for like years. Yeah. And like occasionally I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, this is getting kind of gross again. Yeah. I, will, I will put them, I'll put them in the washing machine too. Uh -huh. But uh, in between that, if I don't, because if I do that too often, then they're uh -huh. going to wear down. I, they yeah. won't last as long. And that can be kind of expensive. So I'll put them out in the sunlight and actually it seems to not have any odors from doing that. But you wash them in the shower, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, like yeah. I still try to wash them. But I mean, okay. like as far as actually drying the, yeah. with the direct sunlight, because our balcony on the, in this apartment here faces the sun in yeah. the afternoons. Yeah. This last one is also kind of surprising. Sunlight exposure has been shown to heal tuberculosis, psoriasis, and a host of other diseases. Wow. It does, it, it, it does mention at the end, though, um, yeah. any reddening of the skin indicates that you have had enough sunlight. So, um, <laughs> which I, I am uh, keenly aware of that mm -hmm. with my, my pale complexion. Yeah. Now, I, I, will, I will caveat everything that I've read that this is from the um, sunlightinstitute.org. So I hope it's not just like sun propaganda. Um, <laughs> Why sun it sounds, is a propaganda? It sounds legit. Well, I mean, it's a Sunlight Institute. You know, you never know what, okay. what, what angle they're going for there. But right. anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool. Because, I, I, you know, I think for people who have done that their whole life, you don't really think about it. Yeah. But, but it's, like, it's nice, like, to bring in clothes and they, they all smell fresh. And 
Yeah. Say it's like um, I can echo you. Like from uh, when I grew up, like back in China, it's very common to hang your clothes mm. in the sun. And I remember, like when I was a kid, um, uh, I think it's in winter. Winter, my mom would um, hang the blanket, winter blanket, outside to mm-hmm. expose that to the sun for the whole day. And we we get it into the house um, after sunset and. The evening when you use a blanket, it's just so warm, mm. and uh, you feel like you 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 were hard and you're in, in the by the sun and like by your mom. So it's so good. Oh, that's such a nice memory. Yeah, and my mom my mom's telling me like it's it's good that you always uh, take your blanket out under the sun because it kills germs. Well, she's right about that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So that's my second thing. Just a little one, but it, it makes me happy whenever I uh, I bring in the clothes. Yeah, and um, I feel like it's it's lucky here we can do this in our apartment because mm-hmm. not many apartment allows that well, in our area. That's another topic. The the yeah, that, that's a whole <laughs> other can of worms. That I don't I I don't know if our building technically allows it either. Like if you actually look at the the strata. But we live high enough. But we no live high enough where no one. Well, but not only that, but I'm pretty sure most buildings don't allow it. I don't think I've ever seen a building with like. Less oh, than less than fifty percent of people doing it anyway. Like yeah, even if it's not yeah, allowed, is yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't, I don't even know why it tends to be in like the bylaws for the apartments here, but people do it anyway. Mm. Um, and they they should they should keep doing it. Yeah. So that's my second thing. Yeah. You know what's your third thing? So my my third thing is today is actually the final day of my six weeks fitness uh, challenge. Woo. Ooh, I finally finished that. Awesome. And I feel so excited because, um, as I've mentioned in, in the previous podcast, um, I stopped exercising for almost two years, no exercise. So I haven't done any uh, exercise program for almost two years. And, you know, when you start doing an exercise program, it's so difficult from zero. Like your fitness mm-hmm. just yeah. drops so quickly. And for this, for the past six weeks, I literally followed every individual exercise in the program. I've never missed one. Yeah. And six weeks straight. Yeah. Six I've, weeks I've watched straight. you I'm do s- it. Yeah. I'm so happy. And there's even one time like um, I forgot to do the exercise. I tried to do the evening. So I did that at 1130. Just yeah, it was, it was after I went to bed, actually, and you told me the next morning that yeah. you, you stayed up and did a, a, another exercise. I know. And, and like on top of that, um, I, we have been trying to eat healthy food and trying to eat clean. And in the end, I see the results because um, comparing to the start, I've lost almost three and a half kilos in six weeks time yeah which i'm so happy because uh, when we all went to lockdown like i have gained almost 12 kilos yeah now i I at least uh, lose 25 percent of them which i'm really really happy and that makes me feel like if you stick to the to the program trying to eat healthy you can do it and even if you haven't exercised for almost two years you can pick it up. You, you can, can always go back to you it. You can yeah. always go back to it. And now I feel more lighter and, and happier. Because I remember I mentioned to Matt before, is before I start doing the exercise program, I constantly have shoulder pain because of my, my work. I sit 
I have a desk job. I sit in front of computer at least eight hours every day for five days. And so I constantly have shoulder pains. I have to go to physio at least once a week or once every two weeks. Yeah, you were going like weekly for yeah, a while. Weekly. Yeah, weekly. But now since I start doing the exercise, I think I'm getting stronger. Um, I have more um, muscle mass. I feel less pain. So it's not, I, it's not only I lost the weight, I also become more fit, which I'm really happy. And as soon as I finish the exercise, my last exercise today, I, I have enrolled for the next six weeks program yeah. and I'm looking forward to that. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. What you, you immediately enrolling for the next program is so in parallel with like the running community, like what I have done before. Yeah. Like when I, after, I, after I ran my first marathon uh, several years ago, I immediately looked up online and was like, okay, what's the next one? Yeah. Which that, that's a, I think that we share that mindset, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing for that is, um, for me, I see the result after the first six weeks, right? Mm. And I have a goal for, for my fitness and I want to see if I can achieve that. Yeah. And that's the one thing I want to do this year during this lockdown. Like for, if I can't do anything else, go traveling, go visit my friends, do uh, other things, I'm going to get my fitness level up. Yeah, that's yeah. the beautiful thing is you, like, you can compare last year's lockdown to this one and it's like the polar opposite too, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Cool. So I feel super happy and that's another reason I order the celebration cakes and I hope my... Um, I hope Matt would, would at least eat 80% of a cake, so I only eat 20%. 80%. <laughs> so that won't destroy my result. <laughs> You've given me a personal challenge. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think cakes. I can take that on board. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, that's my third thing. Awesome. Um, Matt, what's your last thing that makes you happy? Okay, so my last thing, I'm, I'm so excited to share this. Yeah. So I had something else here um, that was that would have also been pretty nice. Um, I'll save it for another another week probably. Mm -hmm. I actually discovered this this morning when I was I was doing a little bit of preparation for mm -hmm. this for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's so absurd. Um, okay, so my third thing is Daniel Pichnik, and who's, you're not you're not gonna that? know who that is. You're not gonna know who that is. Uh -huh. I don't think most people was gonna know who that is. Yeah. So I was I was looking at an article totally unrelated to to Daniel. Uh, this morning and I got I saw an ad like like a, just a Google ad and I'm gonna read it to you It's just a text ad. It was all text. So it's it's there's a headline it says girlfriend wanted Normally if, if an ad starts that way you think okay, it's like one of those like trashy It's like a weird dating site or something. Yeah, but here's the full text. I'm just gonna read it It's not very long. You might have seen my ads before uh -huh. I haven't I have never seen them before but thank you Daniel um, <laughs> I've got a new website now and lots more to say. I'm a kind outgoing successful guy I yeah. live near Adelaide CBD. So for those not in Australia, Adelaide is uh, is a, a major city in uh, South Australia. Yes. Capital, I think, Capital, of South Australia. Capital yeah. City, yeah. So continuing, I'm an intellectual type and I'm seeking a fantastic relationship with an intelligent young lady. I haven't had a partner before and I'd like to find someone in the same position as me. That's not many people these days. If this is you or someone you know, please come in. And then the URL is singleguyfromadelaide.com. Uh -huh. Now, when I read that to you, Yuna, I want, I, what is your first impression when you see that? If you saw that when you were scrolling on another site and you saw that, what would you do? I would be skeptical, but okay. I, would, I would be intrigued to click the website to see what's in the website. You would click it? Yeah. Okay. Because that's interesting. I mean, right? I clicked it. I clicked it. So yeah, yeah. Because it seems it. like um, if a guy 
create a website uh, and also <laughs> find a girlfriend. No, not just so. That's interesting. I want to see what this guy wants to say. I'll get into the website. It's not, but but the web the website is part of my thing. The whole this whole package is my thing. I'm obsessed with this with this man. Uh huh. The, the thing that is so amazing to me is the ad. And, yeah. And I don't know why I got the ad. I guess it's not targeted very well. Google needs to work on that. I think. Yeah. But anyway, that that aside. So if you go into singleguyfromadelaide.com. Yeah. It's literally, I mean, it, it's what it says on the tin. It's, it's very straightforward. Um, I'll, I'll link this uh, in the show notes as well. It's mostly text except for one two-minute video of Daniel just sort of talking in front of the camera. Yeah. He's, he looks like a, like a good-looking guy. You know, he talks about where he lives, um, kind of sells Adelaide a bit, mentions as a sort of coronavirus extra bit of the, of the site, if you're a potential partner from overseas, you can come to visit once things return to normal, which will be a few months. Until then, we'll have plenty of time to get to know each other. That's great. Um, he links off to his work profile, which is a, a buck wild ride. Um, I'll get to that in a second. He lists his personality. <laughs> He's an INTJ. Great. Confident, positive, outgoing. Uh, it's a Myers-Briggs personality type. Uh, okay. I don't remember what all they all stand for, but yeah. um, a lot of people use them for, for dating profiles, I think. Um, he does mention, I'm not secretly some awkward weirdo who no one wants or someone who has social problems. Given the circumstances, you could be forgiven for thinking precisely that. So I don't mind clarifying. Smiley face. I've had more than my fair share of interest from women in my social circles, if that's any gauge. I'm very normal and sensible in all the ways you'd want, but interesting in other ways. And Daniel, you are interesting in, yeah. in so many ways. Um, he's 41 years old. He, <laughs> I, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read a lot of this because it's just, it's so delightful. I, I want to make it clear. I'm not ragging on this guy. I don't want to like say this is like a defamatory thing about, about this Daniel Peachnik. This is... So I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, but um, I think it's, it's pretty... Uh, actually, I was, I'm checking this website right now. You're looking at it too? Yeah. Should I, think... I, should I start packing my bags? Or... No, no, no. Okay, no. Right. You're still my favorite. Okay, perfect. So I think like he actually um, has put a lot of effort in, in those descriptions, you know? It's it is, much, yeah. Uh, much better than those online dating profile people just put three words or now, no words or just pictures. What, what, one Looks thing like that he's, he's genuine. Like he yeah. really wants to look for a partner. I, uh, he thinks it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I love is if you go to this site, um, he allows comments, which is very brave. <laughs> I mean, the whole, this whole thing is pretty brave, but the fact that he lets random people anonymously comment yeah. is, is, is something else. But I was scrolling through and like there's, you know, there's, it's the internet, so of course there's going to be a couple... Um, negative things and some off the wall stuff, but for the most part, like ninety percent of the comments are like supportive, saying, "Oh, this is amazing. Good luck." Um, you know, I'm already taken, but this is amazing. You know, I would if I wasn't if I was single. Um, you know, everyone's saying like, you know, you had the balls to advertise yourself. Best of luck, King. You deserve the world. Like, there's so much supportiveness. Yeah, I would which support is, him. It's not what I would expect from like something like this on the internet. Why? Because. The internet tends to be really mean. I mean, that's that's really the main reason. No, but I think like people can relate, right? Because nowadays it's so hard to look for a partner. Yeah. Everyone's getting busy, and it's it's just so hard to meet new people, especially in his age when you're getting older, right? Yeah, that's true. Because you have your setup group friends, so it's actually really brave. That's true. Yeah. But you know what? The more I look, I may think, yeah, he does look want to look for a partner, but probably he wants to promote his business too. Well, and that, this is, this is okay, I'm going to move. So he also has like danielpeachnick.com, which links from the single guy from adelaide.com. I'll put all these links in the show notes. So in his personal stats, some of it's his business, but there's also other things going on here that like Daniel seems like, this is where it gets weird to me because he has a lot of interesting credentials. So he's from Adelaide. He's, he's always been there, according to him. 
He's actually, uh, according to him, he's the number two um, food blogger in Adelaide, um, according to Urban Spoon. So foodie. Yeah. That's a plus. Yeah. He had an education of two years of genetics at Adelaide University. I'm not totally sure. I guess that's like like a science-related field, a STEM field. I'm not totally sure. He was a member and former state chairman of Mensa. Okay. Now, this one is my favorite. He's actually the 2014 Australian uh, Scrabble champion. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw that. But yeah, he's, he's got a lot going on. He's also a board game designer. He just recently finished a Kickstarter. He's got a whole section on, um, on his political values, uh, his name and his background. I mean, it's very extensive. He, he's, he likes to make ambigrams, which I've never heard of, is a word or name written that it reads the same when turned upside down. Yeah. And he offers commissions to do that, I think. <laughs> I'm not, it's not totally clear. Uh-huh. Um, there's just so much to this person. I feel like what amazes me, there's so many things that are great about this, but what I love about it is that he's managed to summarize himself and make him sound, even though this is like very non-standard way to go about what he's trying to do. Yeah. Everything about this makes me want to get to know this guy. Yeah. And I'm obviously not going to date him. Yeah. Because I'm taken, of course. Of course. And, and Henry Cavill's next in line, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But he's number three. Like, he's third in line, I think, at really? this point. Because, yeah, like, this, this is... He's putting himself out there. He <laughs> is being very transparent. He uh-huh. seems, like, amazing and genuine. If you, uh, if you watch the video... Yeah, but then, like, it, then he he explains a little more, and he really seems like someone who's approachable. I haven't, I haven't watched the video yet, but like I think it's uh, it's difficult for him because I noticed the first comments from her web his website is actually from 2018, so now it's 2021. It's been three years. I don't I don't know if you're looking Still at looking the right for... thing. So if you if you are you on Single Guy from Adelaide? Yeah. No, I I think you're you're looking at the wrong thing. The the most what? recent comment is from a day ago. I know, no, most recent, but I I was checking the first comment. Oh, oh, so you're talking about how I'm long I'm just it's saying been. how long he has been looking for love. Oh, no, it's been open for it since 2017. I I forgot to mention oh, that. Right. Yeah, he did wow. the, he says that somewhere in his other website. So that's a long yeah. time. So guess... if you go if you go to his website section. So he... um in his in his danielpeachneck.com. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck to Daniel. Good luck, Daniel. You are you are my hero. Um, <laughs> he's got a winning smile. Like he he's rocking those glasses. Daniel Pichnik, you know if there's, if there's guy. any if there's any single ladies from uh, according to him anywhere in the world and you're interested, look up uh, singleguyfromadelaide.com and get in touch with Daniel. <laughs> God, I love this guy. I'm obsessed with this person. Seriously, like I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Did he hire you to promote this? No, he is okay. Here? No, n- nothing. Nothing we talk about. Is, is is ever sponsored and we'll we'll call that out if it is okay. i am just i am just like upset this is you can consider it a, a grassroots campaign that i'm just leading myself leading okay. the charge for daniel just to, just to try to find love for daniel yeah. yeah yeah oh man daniel but but ladies make, make sure you do your own research make your own judgment no he's fine daniel daniel's my dude <laughs> daniel's my dude Okay. No, actually, no. Actually, Eunice is right. Do you, please do your research. Yeah, please safe. do your research. <laughs> please don't take Matt's words. Do your research. Take your own risk. Make your own judgment. But good luck, Daniel. Good luck, Daniel. All right. <laughs> Obviously, that's the last thing of our three things. We understood Matt's two-man crush, which is wonderful. But he's straight. You know, he's straight. I'm still allowed to have man crushes. Yes, you are. I've got, I think I can list three now. <laughs> three? Yeah. Viggo Mortensen is still on there. Who? Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Oh. He, he'll always be on there. Okay. He's, he's always been on there since I was like a little kid. Like, right. Oh, that's the guy I want to be. Yeah. Now, Henry Cavill, 
and Daniel Pechnik. That's my <laughs> that's my top three. <laughs> Who is the top one? I hope it's Harry. Please tell me it's Maybe Henry. Maybe just like combine all three into one and then that's perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Give me a Henry Cavill who has also played as Aragorn in Lord of the Rings and is the 2014 Australian Scrabble, <laughs> Scrabble <laughs> champion. Yeah, that, that's mass fantasy land. That's like, that takes all the boxes. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that? All right, that's our three things for this week. Just a couple quick things. Um, so I th- believe since we last talked, this wasn't the case, uh, but since then... We're actually on a few more platforms. So we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, um, mm-hmm. which took a little bit to get on, uh, yeah. but we're finally on there and hosted and you can search us up. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, it would help us a huge amount if you could go on and give a rating, give a review. You know, if you don't like it, give it a rating and a review so we can get feedback and, and hear from the people. Um, what else? Uh, so as and, as- and for our audience, if we have any audience from China, Exciting news. We're also on the Chinese platform, Ximalaya. It took, yes. us, took us well, but we get there. For our massive Chinese audience. <laughs> yes. <with> global domination <laughs> in the R3 Things podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, anywhere you are in the world, I believe it's not blocked yeah. in China, you can go to r3things.com. That has all the episodes and links to where yeah. else you can listen. Um, you can also, if, if you're so inclined, you can reach out to us directly and you can uh, share something that's making you feel joy this week and we'll share it on the show if we get those in. Yeah. We, let's uh, spread the joy to the world. Make that, the world a better place. That's the goal. Happy is place. just is making the just adding a little bit of joy yeah. to the world. Just little things. Joy to the world. <laughs> okay, that, I'm not gonna do that. And we're all all the social medias are three things. You can search it and find us and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. Anything else you know? No. All right. I think we can wrap it up. We can wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'll see everyone next week. And always remember. Our fourth thing. Is you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.